0: It's, this is... Ariante, welcome back to the Fearlessly Fit Faith podcast where we are bold and becoming willed evermore in our belief. I'm so glad that you are here. Um, I hope the past two weeks have been just super sweet since an episode was released. Again, it's so nice to be back here. For some reason, I just really like to talk to a microphone. Also, I do enjoy very much talking and sitting down with people in real life, it's so much fun. Yeah. <sighs> I am going on a random tangent right now, so we're just gonna head it in. Again, I hope the past two weeks have gone well for you. The Lord has been doing so much in my heart. So just a quick a snippet on that. He's been humbling me so much in relationships and what they look like. Maybe one day I will do a whole episode on like friendships and like relationships and like what they look like and just like all of that, and like how he's growing me, and like how we can just cultivate healthy relationships and healthy community because that means so much to me. So yeah, in the past two weeks, I've just praying, been praying for a lot of humility in my own life. And he's humbled me in ways that I didn't expect. I did not realize that like he would make me hone in on the fact um, that it's no longer him and me. Um, and to just kind of like further explain that, I have for the past four years like it's just honestly been me and Jesus until I got here to Kansas City I have not had like a lot of friends my age though I have had women in my life who were older than me and like I looked up to them as like mentors and it's just it's been so amazing and I'm so thankful for all of those women that I've had in my life but in this season I have more people who are my age and to be blatantly honest, I am like, God, I don't know how to do a relationship with people my age who are, like, fervently chasing after you and desiring more of you, um, so that, it's just been beautiful to walk through and yeah so I'm just kind of like in the midst of that right now so I'm sure we'll share more about that but it's just been so sweet because these types of friendships are friendships that I've been praying for since I first surrendered my life to Jesus back in 2016 and I was talking to a mentor a few weeks ago and I was like this is exactly what I've been praying for for so long and I have it in my life now and I have no idea what to do so I've just been spending so much time with God and saying, hey, like, how do I... In relationship with the people that you've placed around me and like what does it look like and I've had to ask questions like hey what do you want our relationship to look like when talking with friends and I've only done that a few times but it's just it's really cool so that's just like a mini tangent on where I am right now and it's just been it's been really good the Lord is really awesome and I I'm just excited to walk this season out with him, and one last thing on that, I actually got off of Instagram for this very reason. I just kind of felt that he was wanting me to spend more time in my, like, personal relationships and the people that are right around me, and then in the last couple weeks, um, he's just been humbling me in that, and I'm like, okay, God, this is so cool, like, what I was praying for at the beginning of this year with like, hopping off of social media and just, like, not having the desire for it anymore like you are doing what I didn't know that you would be doing so it's just been really awesome so Okay, in this episode, I actually really wanted to talk about the image of God and like how we are just destroying it as a nation. But I realized that that would take a whole lot more time than I actually had in the past couple weeks. <laughs> um, so I am actually going to be talking about intimacy with Him and what that has looked like for me and what it can look like for you as well. Growing in intimacy to see with the Lord is so awesome and it's so beautiful. And when we seek him, like truly seek him, uh, life is just so good. So we're just going to go ahead and dive right on in. I hope you are excited um, to just hear a little bit about my personal story and then just kind of some tips that you can carry on with. So to begin, I just want to share some scripture that's meant a lot to me in this season and um, has just been really awesome encouragement and just like deepening my relationship with the Lord and growing in intimacy with him. Um, So I'm going to read in Psalm, it's Psalms 34 Verse 4 through 9. And it says, I sought the Lord, and he answered me, and he rescued me from all my fears. Those who look on him are radiant with joy. Their faces will never be ashamed. This poor man cried, and the Lord heard him and saved him from all his troubles. The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him and rescues them." taste and see that the Lord is good. How happy is the person who takes refuge in him. You are his holy ones. Fear the Lord for those who fear him lack nothing. (sighs) Man. So honestly, in the last few months, it's just been such an encouragement to me to just read scripture like this, to continue to seek his face. And, um, probably since August, I have just been reminded of the glory that comes from seeking Him. And it's not glory, like, for myself, but just seeing Him in His glory because it reminds me to humble myself in in the presence of the Lord. And that's just so exciting. It's so good to have that knowledge and understanding that, like, we— like seeing his glory, like it humbles us and reminds us um, that we are his created and he cares for us and he desires um, for us to be made holy. And in that process, it's just so beautiful to um, just look to him and all of his beauty. So I just kind of rambled for a little bit, but Psalm 34 has just continued to just honestly just mend my heart. Um, Part of fall was just like really overwhelming um, with everything that was happening with like election. I had just moved like seven months before starting a new job. Um, At that time, I was getting plugged into community in a new church and just there was a lot going on and I just found myself really overwhelmed and I just kept being reminded to seek him, seek his face. And, um, it's just continued to be so beautiful in the last few months. And especially now as, um, I am just navigating this season of like, okay, like what I really desire is to share, um, the word with his people. Um, and I just keep seeing, uh, just how close, um, just, like, progressive things are to me, so, like, the way that people view gender, or, um, the way that people view race, and the way that, uh, let's see, uh, yeah, you know, just, like, all of those things, and, like, sexuality, and all of that, I'm just seeing how close to home it is, how, um, people who, Uh, maybe more acquaintances, honestly, um, believe these things, you know, and it's scary, and all I want to do is, like, pick up my Bible, know it, like, frontwards and backwards and all in between, and be able to come with so much grace and say, hey, like, the way that you're living, actually, like, there's no freedom in that, like, I want to be able to do that for all of my days, um, but, I am waiting and just allowing, um, honestly, myself to lean into the Lord. And um, that's a process for me, (laughs) always, because I am controlling. So, yeah, the Lord has just been working that out of me. And honestly, earlier this week, I I was just like, okay, God, if I'm not waiting on you and you're waiting on me, what is it that you want me to know? And I was talking to a friend yesterday just about... Um, spending more time with him, and I've just been spending so much time. I'm like, okay, God, more time, like, and it's all I want to do. All I want to do. Um, so it's just so beautiful. Okay, that was another tangent. So we are just going to ha- go ahead and talk about intimacy with a father, and just like being reminded that it's truly a choice. Like, it is a choice. So there have definitely been times in my life where, um, they. Um, seasons have been used to bring me closer to the Lord, both times that were hard and times that were easy as well. Though in all times, I have found that it's my choice. It's my choice to choose intimacy with the Lord. And this past year, honestly, really, really taught me that. Um, It's so easy not to look for God in a season where everything is going smoothly. Honestly, that was like me kind of right after I moved to Kansas City like I was just like oh his provision like it's just so glorious and like I didn't spend that much time in relationship with him um and uh, yeah so he's just been showing me that so it's so easy to um, take our eyes off of him when everything is going smoothly, as it is also easy to turn our eyes away from him when things get hard. So when everything is going smoothly, we think like, oh, I've got this all under wraps. Like I have got this under control. That's me. Like that's, that's me. You know, like I can make a way. Like I, you know, I just rely so much on myself again. He's working this out of me and humbling me and it's really awesome. Um, and because we're not seeking his his face in these moments, we don't see how God is actually the one who brings things together. Um, the things that we think we've done so effortlessly, effortlessly. Um, <laughs> so uh, I don't know if anybody else is that, but I definitely do that. So. When things aren't going as smoothly and things are a bit harder to navigate, we think, God, where are you? Why is this happening to me? We think that just because we're saved into eternity, that everything is going to be easy. Like, okay, like I have accepted Jesus Christ into my life and everything is going to be smooth going from here. But that's not how we're sanctified. That's not how we're made more holy. It's false and it was never, ever, ever promised. First, I mean, yeah, First Peter 2 verse 20 says, But when you do what is good and suffer, if you endure it, this brings favor to God. For you are called to this because Christ also suffered for you, leaving you an example that you should follow in his steps. A reminder that a life without suffering just isn't promised. And honestly, when we go through suffering, like there's so much joy in it because we are able to allow God to move within us and show us how to have grace for the people who cause our suffering. And I th- I promise there's joy in that. And it seems so wild to like think that. Like sometimes I still grapple with like, okay, but like I just, you know, sometimes we just don't want to find joy in a thing. And I can promise you there's something in my life that I'd just rather not find joy in and you know but like the Lord allows us to do so and in this specific thing that I just don't want to find joy in he's continued to show me ways in which I can further bless him and further bring glory to him. Um and every time that happens I'm like okay God like I know I can still be used here <laughs> so it's such Um, he's so good and it's such a beautiful reminder of who he is to us and for us and just a reminder again that that suffering is something that can bring glory to him and honestly just brings us so much closer in relationship to him as well so in every season we just must say, you know, God, show me your face. I want to see you. And I heard John, I was listening to something from John Piper a few weeks ago, and he said that we should pray that each season is more fruitful than the last. And when we pray that kind of prayer, Oh, man, well, that means that the Lord is going to be pruning us, which means, yes, suffering in some way, because maybe you're changing behaviorally. Maybe there are relationships that you just shouldn't have anymore. Maybe it's a job that you shouldn't be in anymore and things like that, you know, Um, pruning those things that you can be more fruitful. And then in that fruit and having that fruit, you get to see him more and more and it just takes us so deeply into intimate relationship with him this perspective just takes the view off of ourselves and places an emphasis on what he wants to do in and through us and that's what's good you know that's what's righteous psalms 9:10 says those who know your name trust in you for you lord have never forsaken those who seek you seek his face my friend something that's helped me a lot in seeking intimacy with him is understanding how much like so much that my mind just goes wayward you know again like i don't always choose to find joy in anything um and as sinful humans we'd rather trust in ourselves you know Though if we truly desire intimacy we must step away from the waywardness and into alignment with him and aligning with him begins as we actively renew and transform our minds romans 12:2 says Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed in the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, His good, pleasing, and perfect will. When we allow the Lord to transform our mind, we begin to see the world in the way that He does. We begin to desire the things that He does. There is a renewing process as we begin to walk in intimate relationship with Him and Again, it's so awesome. I feel like I just keep saying that, but it's so good. It's so good. Um, and there's so much life-changing power in being renewed in Him, in being sanctified by Him. So beautiful. Our perspective on life and its happenings, what happens throughout our lives, we know that we can't control Those things will either hinder us or spur us on. Again, we get to make that choice. When walking in relationship with Him, it's important to recognize how our worldview has shaped us and how it will affect us as we grow closer to Christ and also the people that He's placed around us. So how do you react to a loving Father pursuing a relationship with you? Does someone pursuing you make you want to turn away or do you welcome this? I'm going to be honest, I do not always welcome that. And like I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, I'm having to define my relationships and I'm learning that that's good and that's healthy to do. So do you find yourself not trusting the one pursuing you, the one as in Jesus um, pursuing you, uh, do you not believe that he has the best interest at heart for you? Like, is that what you believe about God? I can say that, like, there was once a time where I didn't believe that, like, anybody could have the best interest at heart for me because of my controlling, tendencies but God has shown me through his pursuit of my heart just how much he does have my best interests at heart and right now as he's humbling me he's reminding me that my friends they do as well have their best interests at heart for me and while it's hard and <laughs> difficult sometimes to accept that it's also beautiful And are you actively participating in relationship with him, allowing him to see you and your vulnerabilities and the lies that you believe about yourself and maybe even the lies that you believe about him? Ponder these things. I ponder them often. And I actually had a friend that challenged me just this week to sit down and write out the things that... I've been believing that are lies and that are not from him and not in scripture about me and my identity. And that's something that I haven't done in a while, but I definitely need in this season. So what does this look like for you to walk in relationship with him? What What is your relationship? Look like I promise that he desires to be an intimate relationship with you. He wants to love you and care for you. He laid down his life so that you can have access to him. You know, oh, there's no greater love than the one that came from Jesus. John 15 3 says greater love has no one than this to lay down one's life for one's friends. Ah. Oh. Man, how just like awesome is that? How just like simply beautiful that the God of the universe sent down his one and only son that we could have relationship with him. There's no other way. There's no other way. So I just have a few guiding points for us all that I am implementing for myself as well. And the first one has just been to memorize scripture and it's been so beautiful. I took a leadership class at the beginning of, I mean, at the end of 2020 And we were challenged to memorize scripture. And I had always feared, oh my gosh, like this isn't something that I'm going to be able to do. Because I'm not even kidding. Like, I, uh, my mind is always going in 50 million directions. And memorizing a thing without writing it down, oh, it just, it doesn't happen. Like, I have to write down things, otherwise, it just it doesn't happen. So I wrote down scripture. I read it over and over again. And those scriptures are implanted in my heart. And now I have continued that on and I have scripture taped up in my room. And, um, I also have the scriptures in my car that I read and having those, um, has helped me in conversation with people to encourage them, you know, like it's an encouragement to me to memorize scripture. Like it's, it's been awesome to be able to like memorize scripture and in a moment where I need it, like be able to like quote it to myself. Oh, but even greater to be able to take it and share it with his people. Um, I've just been amazed because it's like, wow, like, I'm actually being convicted by these things because, like, I'm memorizing it and, like, I'm being able to, like, talk it out with friends and just seeing how awesome and beautiful that has been. So, I'm actually going to share one really quick. It's Acts 20-24. It says, but I consider my life of no value to myself. My purpose is to finish my course in the ministry I received from the Lord Jesus to testify the gospel of God's grace. Oof. So (laughs) that one in the past two weeks has, it's been just like resonating so much with me. And I can't tell y'all how much I've shared that with people like so much, um, I just like flip to it and I'm like, hey guys, like I know I'm not the only one that's like placing too much value on my own life, we all do it, so like that's one of those ones that I'm like working on memorizing so I can be able to say to friends like hey, like don't consider your life of too much value, you know, um, <laughs> because we're not here for ourselves, we're here for the work and the ministry that the Lord has sent us here to do. And I find myself so often um, getting sidetracked and not doing that, actually, you know? And yeah, so just memorizing scripture lately has just been really awesome and really convicting. There's something about memorizing scripture that has just furthered my conviction um, in my own life, but then also conviction to follow the Great Commission and actually go out and share the gospel with people and like have spiritual conversations and I'm not like sharing the gospel with somebody every day but like it's on my mind and like I know that there's going to be a point where like in every conversation that I have the gospel is going to be brought up and that's what I'm excited for. Okay so guiding point number two. So I went through Another class at church, actually, that was called a leader's biggest need or greatest need actually is time with God. So a leader's greatest need is time with God. And we're all leaders in some way, in some capacity. We are leading someone. Somebody is following us. That um, class that I took has just continued to um, spur me on and it's continued to help me to desire more time with him so guiding point number two is to spend lengthy time with God you know not just doing our um like devo for the I don't even want to use the word devo but like our normal like study time with the Lord for the day but like spending more time than normal and I'm going to be honest I have not gotten there yet but in general i like my study time has been longer than what it's normally been but what i want to implement is one day out of the week where i spend at least 3 hours where it's just me and god um and honestly one day it'll be like a whole 24 hours like that would just that would be like so cool um <laughs> that was like so random. But anyways, spending lengthy time with God, like we need him to be able to go out, um, and serve others. Like we just can't do this without him. Um, so that has just continued to mean a lot for me, you know, and we spend so much time on social media or, um, watching TV binging netflix or like whatever it is you know like we can spend a couple extra hours with god you know so just kind of like look at where your time is going and how you're spending it and one day just kind of reorganize that maybe wake up earlier i've been waking up earlier the past couple weeks i don't know where it came from but we're just gonna keep going with it um wake up earlier spend that time with god that extra time and just allow him to you know settle into your heart Um, so the third guiding point is to listen to others, man. I am so encouraged always by the testimonies of other people and what the Lord has done in their life. It's so awesome because you get to see again, just like how the Lord is moving. And if he can move in some way for one person, he can do the same for you in a different way. And it's just a constant encouragement and in listening to deeply to others with intentionality um us doing that is a reminder to ourselves and our own hearts of just how intently the Lord is looking at us and listening to us as well um and then lastly the last guiding point is to live vulnerably for him and before him um you know, just laying everything on the table. I think that's honestly something that I've always been, like, decently okay with. Just, like, God, like, what is going on? But then, like, also, like, humbling myself and reminding myself of, like, the ways that he has worked through my life and how he has worked through other people's lives. And honestly, learning to lament is just, oof, it's, it's so good. Um, Yeah. And going through Psalms right now, it's just been really encouraging to listen um, and like read the way that like David laments, you know, like it's okay to have heavy emotion, you know, Um, and then even just like kind of going along with that, looking at other like awesome spiritual leaders like Spurgeon, you know, who dealt with a lot in his life, but like has been able to minister to so many people, you know, still today. It's so awesome. Um, and just to kind of like wrap up those guiding points, I say guiding points because I don't like the word tips. Um, because when we like think of tips, it's like, okay, do all these things and I have, I shall have whatever it is that a person is like desiring. Um, so yeah, I say guiding points because, The way that I do something is not going to be the way that you do something. So these are things that have helped me but doesn't mean that um, it will work in the same way for you, you know. So yeah. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. It was a little bit more chill and relaxed. And honestly, I just feel really at peace, just kind of reflecting on the ways that the Lord has just helped me grow in intimacy with Him. So I hope that... I hope um, that it's encouraged you. Um, I hope that you have a good week. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to share it with a friend, rate and review on iTunes, and yeah, I'm glad to be here, glad to be talking with you, and have a good day, friends.